Do you know that there are opposing, contradictory voices that are uh, enemies to the voice of God in your life? God's put desires in your heart. Uh, tune into today's broadcast so you can mine those out and discover those and deal with opposing voices in your life. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. Well, welcome to another broadcast of Wisdom for Living. We're talking uh, this week about how to hear God's voice clearly, just hearing God clearly. Are you interested in hearing God's voice, but also hearing it clearly? Uh, how, to how, to, how, can you, how can you distinguish God's voice from every other voice? And we've been talking about how uh, there are different, there are opposing voices, contradicting voices that rise up in us that keep us from hearing God. So I encourage you to uh, reach out to a friend or a family member and have them tune into these broadcasts because this is, this is life and death, my brother and sister. This is uh, the key to hearing God accurately is a key to fulfilling your potential in the kingdom. It's a key to appropriating or receiving the inheritance that God has for you. Man, how, is it, how important is that? How many of you want to do the will of God and fulfill His will? And, and when you get to heaven, you want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. You don't want, you don't want to just hear, well? And we want to, you know, it, it, it requires us uh, tuning in to God's voice and hearing Him clearly. And good news is, is each one of us have the ability to hear God. But we also have to recognize the opposing voices to the will of God. So get your Bibles ready. We're going to look at Psalm uh, 85 and then turn over to John chapter 10. But before I do, I want to uh, share a funny with you. This is called, My Wife is Missing. So a man called the police department because his wife had been missing overnight. And when the police sergeant answered the phone, uh, he, uh, the husband said, my wife is missing. She went shopping yesterday and hasn't come home. And the sergeant began uh, asking the questions, filling out the missing person's re person report. He asked the husband, what was her height? Uh, the husband replied, well, gee, I'm not... Sure, a little over five feet tall, I think. Then the sergeant asked her, what was her weight? And the husband replied, I don't really know. And she wasn't really, she wasn't really slim, not really fat. The sergeant then went on to ask him, well, what was the color of her eyes? The husband said, well, sort of brown, I think. I never really noticed much. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> What's the color of her hair? The sergeant asked. The husband answered, well, it changes a couple of times a year. Maybe dark brown now. I can't remember. Well, what was she wearing? Asked the sergeant. Well, she, he, the husband said, well, it could have been pants or shorts or a skirt. I don't really know. Well, what kind of car did she go in? The sergeant asked. Well, husband said she went in my truck. Well, what kind of truck was it? Asked the sergeant. The husband replied it was a pearl white 2018 Ford F-150 King Ranch 4x4 with EcoBoost 5-liter V8 engine special order with 
manual transmission and climate control air conditioning, has a custom matching white cover for the bed and has aftermarket bed, li uh, uh, bed liner and has custom six-way seats with bubble floor mats. It has trailer trailering package with a gold hitch and, and special wiring hookups. I added special alloy wheels and off-the-road Michelins. It's got custom running boards and indirect wheel well lighting. At this point, the husband started choking up over the loss of his truck. <laughs> the sergeant declared to the husband co confidently, don't worry, buddy, we'll find your truck. <laughs> oh, man, if that is not true, it's going to apply to this, uh, to this uh, lesson today about hearing God's voice. Psalms 85, verse 8 says, I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for He will speak peace to His people. This is one of the outstanding character traits of hearing God's voice is peace. Uh, this is a distinguishing trait of, of hearing the voice of God is following peace. When God is speaking to you, it's not going to produce confusion. It's going to produce peace. Then in in John chapter 10 and verse 27, John 10 and verse 27, he said, My sheep hear my voice, um, and I know them, and they, and they follow me. So his sheep are those that are born again. If, if, you're, if you're born again, then you have the capacity to hear his voice. And then verse 4, it says, uh, and when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. So uh, his sheep, each one of us, when we're born again, uh, we have the capacity to hear God and also to recognize his voice. And we're talking about hearing God clearly. Man, each of us, if each of us would hear him daily and follow him, man, we'd, we'd have the next, the next great, Revival would happen on the earth, and I believe we're in the midst of that now. That we're we're in the midst of a, of, a, of a great awakening, but it's going to the key to it. In fact, back in Psalm eighty-five, it said, "You know, will you not revive us again?" And then he connects it with, uh, "I will hear what God the Lord will speak." So, so much of what God wants to do in the earth today, so much of what He wants to do in your life individually hinges on you and I hearing God. And we read in Galatians 3 and verse 5 that, that miracles and signs and wonders uh, occur by the hearing of faith. And so if you want to see miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and your ministry, it, 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 it requires you and I hearing God. The, the problem or one of the challenges of, of hearing of hearing God and and we're going to focus more on that today is is these uh, contradicting voices or these opposing voices that we unconsciously value greater than the voice of God. First Corinthians fourteen and verse ten it says there are it may be so many vo kinds of voices in the world today, then none of them is, is without signification. None of them is without distinction. And I used the example in the last broadcast of Jesus in, in 
John 12, uh, just before his passion, just before he uh, went to the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, he said, you know, Father, glorify your name. Uh, and, the, and then a voice came from heaven, an audible voice came and said, I have glorified it and I'll glorify it again. And then those who were with him, they didn't hear what, what that voice said. They, they thought it thundered. And yet, and then Jesus then, then says, well, wait a minute. That voice didn't come for me, guys. It came for you. And the, the problem was they weren't tuned in to that voice. So this is, this is the challenge. One of the greatest challenges of hearing God today uh, are there so many competing voices uh, in 1 Corinthians 14.10 says that there's so many voices in the world. And, and I began to share with you last time, I only shared uh, with you five of those voices, but uh, finances uh, are, one, are one of those voices. Um, you know, it's just if you don't have enough money, you, uh, you, you put a limit on what, you can, what you're willing to hear from God by how much you have in your bank account or how much is coming in regularly in your paycheck. I remember uh, one time I was uh, uh, listening to an, an evangelist that uh, was ministering at Karis Bible College where I, I serve as a, one of the uh, staff instructors. And, and he came in, he was talking about a desire that God had given him to um, bless his daughter. And all of a sudden... It was like uh, I couldn't hear anything else he had to say because I was hearing the Lord and he was, he was asking me that question. What are you going to do about the desires that I've put in your heart to bless your wife, to bless your daughter, to bless your children, to, to bless the body of Christ? I'd had, I'd had a, a desire in my heart to, uh, to get my wife a new car. I had a desire in my heart to get my daughter a new car because her car was a it was a bomb of a car. I mean, she'd drive down the road and it would smoke and and my granddaughter asked her to drop her off a block from the uh from her school because because it would leak oil and smoke and she was so embarrassed by the by the by the car. I had a desire in my heart to help two of my friends in ministry uh, publish their books, and um, and then I had a desire to do do several other things, bless my family, and and uh, and get one of my books. Uh, in fact, my book, uh, Prosperous Soul, uh, was was the book I was wanting to get in print, and and all of these desires that God had put in my heart, God put them there. They, the, I didn't. There wasn't. This wasn't a desire of my flesh. God put these things there, and yet because the money that, that was coming in, though I made a good salary, the money that was coming in was not enough to meet those needs. So I laid aside, unconsciously set aside those things that God had been speaking to me about. He wanted me to believe because, because of the voice of finances. The, the voice that said there's not enough. And again, I was making a good salary. My needs were met, but I had desires beyond that. And, and those desires were God-given. God, God spoke to me about those things. And so 
Uh, I just saw, I just repented right there in, in front of God and everybody else. And I said, Lord, forgive me for, for limiting what you want to do. Your voice, I've stopped your voice from manifesting um, and, and bringing faith in my heart and inheritance that you have for me because of the voice of finances that said there's not enough. And I just started believing. I just said, all right, God, I'm believing for a new car for my wife, paid for. I'm believing for a new car for my daughter or, or a newer car that my granddaughter wouldn't be ashamed <laughs> to, uh, her to her to drop her off at school. I, I, I was believing for two of my friends uh, to publish their help publish their books uh, and for, for my book to be published. And it was about, you know, it was about $8,000 to get that book published and, 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 and close to that, my friend's books. And, and then, you know, several other things that God had put in my heart. Uh, I wanted to help uh, Andrew Womack Ministries get uh, his uh, building paid for and uh, other things. So uh, I just said, all right, Lord, I'm not, I'm not allowing the voice of limited finances to keep me from believing what you put in my heart. And I started praying. I started believing. I started thanking God for it. And within one year's time, uh, all of those things came in. My wife had a new car paid for. We were able to help my daughter get a newer car that, that was a nice car. Uh, I helped two of my ministry friends get their books uh, in print. Um, someone paid for my book. Uh, so many other things God had put in my heart. All of those things came to pass. And it was above and beyond what, what was coming in my normal salary. And the problem was I couldn't hear God about those things because I let the voice of finances stand in the way. And guys, we, listen, we, you need to give yourself permission to believe again and to hear God again and to succeed again above and beyond. And I mean, man, money came in. We, we, we received two unexpected inheritances uh, during that time. One of, them, one of them came from a cousin, a distant cousin of my wife's that didn't, didn't even like her. <laughs> and... The, but so see the problem was we were allowing the we were allowing another voice unconsciously I was allowing another voice to be I was valuing another voice above God's voice and so it, it hindered me receiving those things that God has put in my heart let me let me let me stop here and ask you a question what has God put in your heart what desire has has He put in your heart for your family, for maybe for uh, to bless a, a ministry, what what that desire, uh, those desires that are that are in your heart, that's from God. And th those things weren't of my. I'm not talking about fleshly, selfish, ambition stuff. I'm talking about things that God has put in your heart. What does He put in your heart? Don't let don't let the voice of finances, limited finances. Of what of what's coming in right now? Don't let that stop you from believing uh, God's voice. If you'll mix faith with that desire that He put in your heart, I'm telling you right now, uh, you can hear God. And, and in fact, you're hearing God. That desire is one of the ways you hear God. And if you'll set aside that voice of limiting finances and don't let that limit you from believing, uh, you watch and see within within a 
short period of time, those things will come to pass. God will bring it to pass if you if you believe Him. Uh, someone's watching right now, and you you've got that desire. You, God put it in you. I'm, I, you're going to have to you're going to have to get on board with me right now, so I can go on to the rest of this what I have in the rest of this broadcast. But uh, man, it is so significant. It, it is significant that you believe God. Uh, someone's believing God for a house, and and you don't have the you don't have the the money, or you can't even you can't even borrow enough money to, to get that house. God put that desire in your heart for that house. You believe Him for that, and you watch and see what He does for you. Praise God. Then there's the voice of the family. Um, you know what? You know, follow, listen to your parents or or other people that that love you. Okay, they love you, but sometimes they selfishly love you. And I'm not saying parents are selfish. Okay, but but they have their own ideas for what we're supposed to do. Or it could be it could be uh, friends of yours. And and look, guys, I I know what I'm talking about here. You, if you, if you your friends can either help you uh, fulfill your future or they'll limit you. Uh, the the Bible says that evil companions corrupt good morals, and he that walks with wise men shall be wise. You show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And if your friends are are speaking into your life and limiting you in, instead of encouraging you. That's a voice that you need to limit in your life. I'm not saying to cut them off, but you, you need to, look, you can't fly with the eagles and hang out with the turkeys, okay? And your friends can be a voice. Your foes can be a voice, okay? Uh, just enemies and people speaking negative about you and, and not believing in you. And, and uh, man, you, you, need to, you need to be careful who you listen to then your future can be a voice where you're more security-minded than, than God-minded, uh, where, you know, people are so focused on retiring. Man, and I'm not, I'm not opposed to, you know, having taken time off and enjoying life, but we need to refire, not retire. And, you know, just because you, you think you're, you know, older, Maybe that you're maybe you're in your 60s or 70s and you think you ought to retire. God's not done with you. He, he's not done with you at all. Um, Psalm 39:5 says that your age is as nothing before me, says the Lord. So why do you make it? Why are you making it a big deal? John, when he was 90 years old, he he he'd been with Jesus. He'd seen all these miracles, all these signs and wonders, all these accomplishments. Uh, man, he pastored at one time the biggest church in the world. And he could have started the t-shirt factory and, and the, or the t-shirt uh, sales that said, that said, been there, done that, heard that, know that. But yet, John, at, at the age of 90, okay, and, and on, he was in a place of limitation on the Isle of Patmos, a place of isolation. It looked like he was washed up. Jesus came to him there in that place of isolation, in that place of limitation, in that place of now he's, now he's much older, 90 years old, and he, and he gave him a new assignment. He gave him the book of Revelation. Are you breathing? God's got new assignments for you. Okay, maybe you can't do what you did in your 20s. 
All right, but that's all right. You, you, God's still, you, God's not done with you. You, know, you need to stop believing those voices that are speaking to you, uh, limiting things. These are the things that are stopping us from hearing God, my brother and sister. It's, it's you know, then failure. You're, you know, you're, you're afraid to fail. Man, I, you know, I've, look, there's always risk when you, take, when, you, when you step out to follow God. And the bottom line is I just need to know I've heard Him. But I'm not going to allow the fear of failure to stop me from taking the risk. I, the, the Bible says if you take your talent and bury it in the sand because you're afraid, you know, you, you, that you're wicked and lazy, Jesus said. And look, there's always some measure of fear when you step out because you don't know the, you know, the unknown. But look, if God is leading you, man, if He's spoken to you, you need, you need to take the risk. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the willingness to face your greatest fear. And, and these, these things, these fear, the fear of failure, all these things that I, that I mentioned, they're, they're enemies. They're, they're actually voices that, will, that, are, that, will, uh, that compete with the voice of God that you've got to stop. You've got to set aside. You, you've got to you know, believe that, you know, God, you've got, you've got more for me than what I'm experiencing right now today. And I'm not going to let my family, I'm not going to let my enemies, I'm, I'm not going to let my friends, I'm not going to let finances, I'm, going to, I'm not going to let my, you know, preparing for the future, building some nest egg out there. I, you know, uh, stop me. I, uh, back, in, back in 2008 and 2009, uh, when, when that big... Uh, crash came in the market and in the housing industry and mortgage industry and all kinds of problems happened. I had friends, I had several millionaire friends who were freaking out. They were Christian brothers and sisters. They were freaking out because they don't, they had money, but they didn't know what to, now, now they had it invested in all these things and, you know, where they had several million dollars and then now it's down half of what it was and and what do, what do we do what do we do well you know and when the market goes down like that that's a good investment time <laughs> and if 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 they if the same guys would have bought stock at that time now it's now now it's you know tripled or quadrupled for, from from that time but the the the, the thing is guys in Isaiah 48, verse 17, thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. God has wisdom for us. In, in, even in the, uh, this time of inflation or in a, in a market crash or whatever, God, look, uh, our trust can't be in, in a, the security of a nest egg or an investment, our trust is in the Lord. And but if we if we wrap our trust around this four hundred one k or or our retirement fund or you know everything that I planned and it was all here and I'm going to sit by a lake and just look out over the lake and this is this is this is my 
this is my life. No, listen, Jesus is your life. Jesus is your life. And he's got a plan for you. And man, it's so, it's wonderful. And, in, and it's, it's abundant. And it's, you know, it's, 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 full, it's filled with opportunity for you to bless other people. But you can't walk in it. You can't receive it. You can't uh, live in the fulfillment of it following all these other voices. They, they compete with the, with the voice of God. And I'm just encouraging you today. Man, God has so much more for you. If you lift up your eyes from the place that you are and, and go inside your relationship with God and listen to Him and set aside these other voices, you're going to find God's talking to you. You're going to find out He's put desires in your heart. And they'll be accompanied with peace. And they'll be accompanied with fulfillment and joy. And you'll be able to bless other people just like the Lord did for me uh, a few years ago in the example I shared earlier. Listen, I, I, I want to encourage you. You can hear God. And you can hear Him clearly. And you can set aside all these con conflicting, opposing voices and you will find you can hear God clearly. Thanks for tuning in today. And man, uh, don't miss tomorrow. It's going to be great. God bless you. Today's teaching, Hearing God Clearly, is available in a 10-disc CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and 4K video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. Discover the key to a life of health and prosperity when you read Greg's book, A Prosperous Soul. In this book, you will learn biblical truths that will help bring freedom to your life. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. Discover how to unlock the hidden wisdom of God and make good decisions for your life when you read Greg's brand new book, Walking in Wisdom. In this book, you will learn practical steps to help you reap the benefits of godly wisdom as Pastor Greg shares from over 40 years of walking out biblical truths and principles. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. Hey, I, I appreciate you uh, tuning in to our broadcast, Wisdom for Living, and I encourage you to partner with us. You know, it costs about $500 for each program that we produce, and I encourage you to partner with us, uh, helping us to get the, this good news of uh, walking and living in wisdom to your family, friends, other people that need this word. Uh, go to gregmore.com and just uh, look, look for the information there about partnering with us. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of Greg Moore Ministries. If you've been blessed by today's teaching, we would like you to consider partnering with Greg Moore Ministries. Your partnership will help expand this broadcast around the world to give people the opportunity to grow in wisdom, Christ-likeness, and grace. Go to gregmore.com and become a partner today. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living. How we hear, how we value what we hear uh, creates the kind of ground 
that will produce uh, either, either 30, 60, and 100 fold, or it will stop, it'll, it will choke off the life of the Word. And it, and it all has to do with hearing. It all has to do, you're, the kind of ground your heart is for the Word of God, it depends on how you hear. Depends on how you value what you hear. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.